Hey everyone, this is Sal and welcome to the Cryptocurrency Informer, a weekly series highlighting some of the more notable events going on in the crypto and crypto adjacent spaces. Today's episode will cover events happening the week ending July 31st, 2020. Ethereum celebrates its five-year anniversary this week. To celebrate, today's episode will provide a brief summary of the wildly popular and adaptable blockchain technology. Let's start with some basic information. Ethereum is a blockchain and it launched in 2015. The Ethereum blockchain's native cryptocurrency is called Ether or ETH. The Ethereum blockchain is decentralized, which means it's not controlled by any one person, organization, or government. And it's programmable, which means developers have the ability to create different types of applications. These two core tenets of the technology enable Ethereum developers to create decentralized applications or dApps. One primary feature of the Ethereum blockchain, which enables the aforementioned dApps, are its smart contracts. These are computer programs or code that are deployed on the blockchain. They are immutable, which means they can't be changed, and deterministic, which means the same predetermined outcome occurs for anyone that executes the contract. These contracts have a unique address, can store, send, and receive funds, and can interact with other addresses and other smart contracts. All of these properties enable smart contracts to execute tasks and commands, which developers utilize to create a variety of different applications, including cryptocurrencies. If you're a regular cryptocurrency trader, you've probably seen a number of coins that exist on the Ethereum blockchain. Transactions on the Ethereum blockchain require gas to occur. Essentially, gas is a unit of measurement representing the computing energy that is required to perform the task that the transaction calls for. More complex tasks require more gas, but the cost to operate a given task is constant. The value of gas is measured in ETH, and while the cost of a task is constant, the value that a unit of gas represents can change based on the market. The Ethereum blockchain currently operates using proof of work. This is a consensus mechanism that validates blocks in the blockchain. For any block to be validated, complex mathematical problems involving cryptographic hash and hash functions must be solved by miners. The first miner to solve this equation receives a block reward, which are transaction fees from the block and a predetermined amount of ETH. These are meant to compensate for the energy that was required. Once solved, the answer to the equation can then be easily verified by anybody. So proof of work requires an insanely high level of computational power, which some see as a double-edged sword. It's very reliable in proving validity, but the level of computational power required means that it's difficult for most people to take part in. That's where ETH2 comes in. ETH2 is a blockchain upgrade meant to solve some of the issues that the Ethereum blockchain has and to better enhance it as well namely performance, scalability, and accessibility, are all going to be addressed in the ETH2 blockchain. The update itself is going to be a lengthy, three-phase, multi-year process. Although the first phase, phase zero, has yet to begin, Ethereum developers released the ETH2 validator launchpad, testnet version, earlier this week. We'll certainly be creating future episodes covering the development of ETH2, so be sure to stay tuned. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Informer. Don't forget, if you want to read more about each of these stories, go to talk.bitcoin.tax and click on the Cryptocurrency Informer link. Every episode is accompanied by a number of relevant links for each story, so you can do your own in-depth research on the topics that interest you. Everybody, please stay safe, have a great weekend, and make sure you stay informed.